Hey there. Welcome to the in-between. Have you gotten, Chris, have you gotten any, like, death threats from Sunday? Mm, no, nothing like that. Oh, great. No, that's been good. Perfect. And the only one who threw popcorn was me. Was you. Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, I thought I saw Lori tempted a few times to throw it. Yeah, she felt. She said that she felt really bad because as soon as I sat down, we both started eating the popcorn. <laughs> and then you called me out for eating the popcorn, and she was like, well, now I can't eat it. And I was like, I don't know. It's your popcorn. You can eat it if you want. Um, I would Plus, say. I don't call Lori out for the same things I call you out for. That's true. That's for darn sure. That's for darn sure. Chris, have you ever gotten death threats? Uh, Not as a pastor. <laughs> well, there you go. There you go. That's not <laughs> when I worked in a psychiatric hospital, I got them periodically. But. Um, that's normal though. That's, that's exactly. That's, that actually that's is par for the course when you work in a psych hospital. Goodness. Um, no, I, I mean, it was, I thought Sunday went really well. Um, mm-hmm. except for the part that I threw popcorn at you for. I thought that was a highlight actually. And then I would, I would also say that, uh, in the future, um, my preference would be that you bring, uh, or that we'd throw like Reese's peanut butter cups or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just feel like the, tra- you're eat the projectory would be <laughs> the projectory. The trajectory thanks for, would thanks be for being here with us. Paul McKenzie. Oh my gosh. Sorry about that. <laughs> the trajectory would be, uh, way, way more if, if effective yes uh, well you specifically said, said not to bring tomatoes yeah no no I tomatoes. almost brought tomatoes no tomatoes um <laughs> popcorn was good enough but i feel like the the people sitting in front of me felt it more than you did so <laughs> yeah drifting down their back just uh, not not yucky a, not pleasant well i gotta tell you i'm bummed this morning because i i was really hopeful that we were going to get Ginger Leg in here. Oh my today. gosh, I was too. So she starts teaching her venture class today. Oh no, that's terrible. Man. I should have. It's I a hard day to, to get, get a sub. Week. It is, and on, on day one, and but I was really. You know, I, but I wanted. We'll her, I Sunday. wanted her this week because uh, um, I wanted her to talk to us about what men should hear from. Yeah, that would have been really Peter valuable. 3. Yeah, I agree. Um, but instead, we'll just have to ask Chris. Yeah, which is not as good. A bummer. Um, this Sunday, Craig Langemeyer is going to be preaching because Chris is going to be at a wedding. That's right. Where's the wedding? Uh, down near Houston. Down near Houston. Um, but I mean, those of you that don't know Craig Langemeyer, what's his title now? I mean, is he still just uh, just oh, is he still the executive director of ministries I, at? Or he might be the chief ministry officer. Chief ministry officer? Don't that quote me on that. so, like, White Craig, House hey, level. Hey, Craig, if you're listening, send us an email. No. Let us know. <laughs> it'll he's, only be a day, he's, a day he's not, late. Well, it'll be a day late, but get it. Better late than never. I know. Going to Pine Cove's website. We should probably, yeah, we should probably have record. this before Sunday so that we can introduce him well. But anyway, um, very excited. Um, I... I first met Craig when he was the director of the ranch. Yep, me too. Um, at Pine Cove, um, I was a summer staffer. Actually, I think I met him. Met him like before that. Whenever I was a camper, and I don't really know what his role was then because the shores didn't even exist then. Um, so I don't. Ah, chief ministry officer. Chief ministry officer. I'm telling you that. Dang it. <laughs> Oh my gosh! I went with the blue one. 
I, you know, I was thinking totally about based it. On, like the feeling. I was thinking of the about it, and it. at this point, I can't learn them. <laughs> it's better off. Yeah, for it's you not better to learn for them. me not to learn them. I think it's funnier when you can't. Exactly. Oh exactly. Gosh. The joke just keeps compounding. <laughs> okay, but okay, chief ministry officer. It really sounds Bazinga! like Like he should work in the White House. That's right. That's that's what that feels like so i i mean i love it that's fantastic but craig well if he worked in the kremlin he would be the highest because everyone's a minister and you know oh my ministries and all that stuff. but that's neither here nor there i don't none of us never mind um so, i don't know why it's fine somebody who's listening in russia for to this that's podcast right, exactly. is very excited about that reference Our population among russia i was listening to that high. i was listening to that cold war thing that's why i had that oh yes mind. you did okay Golly. you've been listening to that isn't that so good it is incredible by the way not to segue but dang is that so fantastic i mean no in, we're not talking about other podcasts okay, on just, our podcast just so just for the people who are listening to know yes. what we're talking about so they can do it it is the daily wires cold war what we saw podcast series it's one of the my. I, I mean, mean, it is in, it is captivating. Yeah, not sponsored. Yeah, yet. No, no, exactly. Right. We ought to we ought to charge it. Send them a bill. Yes, yeah. yeah. Sure, daily we wire to, to our ten followers. <laughs> yeah, eleven who are certainly eleven followers now. Also likely that they're the pe- the eleven people who've already who we <laughs> right. who have already heard mm-hmm. their podcast. So, True that. Anyway, feeling, anyway, feeling yeah. good right okay. now. Anyway, um, so chief ministry officer, we're, we're going to get to hear from him. Craig uh, Langemeyer used to, whenever I knew or first knew him, he was at the ranch. Um, he was my director. Jason Wallace was my conference director. For those wow. of you that know uh, Jason, that was it was a it was a fun time, and we were all much younger. Um, but um, this dude is awesome, mm. um, and has bring been bringing the word. Uh, in a strong fashion for for quite a while. Yes, um, and so we're we're very excited to to hear him. He's also, and this is this is something that I feel like I don't I don't want to talk about qualifications since you talked last week about how we're not like we haven't earned um, the ability to uh, stand in front of people and teach this. Right, cannot earn uh, that. Can't can't earn it. Um, <laughs> but let me just talk about something real quick with Craig. He has been investing in young men for a long time now. Oh yeah. Um, and several decades has, has, you know, seen a lot of us and, um, I, I'm, I'm just really excited for what that means that he's going to the, the background, I guess that he's going to bring, yep. um, in terms of, uh, First Peter three. Yes, and so Craig not only has ministry experience for a long time, he also has how many children does he have? A lot. He's got a lot of children, like so he six, has a lot of 10, 12, fathering, like husbanding experience. Is it six? Yes. Is it five or six? I I don't know. Craig, if you're listening, I would, think, I would guess five, but they've also fostered. Or and adopted, they've yeah. done some. I mean, there's, there's or been, had people live with them unofficially, fostering and adopting kids. They've, yeah. they've done some different things like that. I don't. Now know that you're details. saying that, I think there's there's five, and then, um, but yeah, the number of people that have been in his household. Yeah, that's um, why it's confusing. I don't know who all to count. I think, I think they have five kids the old-fashioned way. Yeah, um, but Craig and Carrie Langmire both incredible um, people. And very. Very grateful to have them in our church yes. and um, to be able to use them as this resource um, in what they've walked through and how that's going to um, impact yeah, what we're going to talk about. That'll be awesome. 
Um, so don't miss this Sunday. Yep. And wives, you please take come. the Sunday off. Or you can yeah. come. Or you can come. Yeah. Exactly. You're welcome to come. You're always welcome. Um, there will be stuff to learn, I am sure. I'm sure. Because, you know, half of what Chris said to wives this Sunday was also for men. Okay, I'm counting. I'm, I'm stalking <laughs> them on Facebook. I'm counting five. Five. That's what I thought. Um, Beck and Noah are just uh, Noah. Yep. Um, are the uh, youngest, and and they they threw me off because like they had them whenever I was a staffer. Um, so uh, they're quite a bit younger than their other three. Um, and Avery is um, married to um, some family of mine, which was just a strange like confluence of events when avery married dakota i was like what how do these people even know each other because it's like two very separate parts of my life um but Man. it was that was that was really cool I'm so in a way i'm related to the Langemeyers now and i'm just i'm just gonna go ahead and hold on to that Man. you know you know what makes this tough is and i'm starting to realize this about myself is that people who will meet me recently like mm-hmm. people who re- meet they they won't know how many kids I have because because Mark's gone. They may not see Mark or they may not see Ellie. Ellie. Like it's yeah. it's really it's I'm trying to look through going okay I'm naming their kids and going but am I missing one because yeah is there another one who moved off or is there a, and I don't think so I'm pretty sure now I'm, I'm no. I feel settled on yeah the five that they have five. I don't know why I'm so stuck on this but I'm, I'm a little embarrassed that I couldn't just immediately go five and then name the five kids, but right, I can't uh, name my own five kids half the time. I so. feel the same way, um, and I I always I just am, it's a it's a sensitive things um, when you're bringing somebody's kids. Dude, I am finding some sweet picks on Craig's no Facebook yeah site. the 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 one um, the one of y'all all dressed up as yeah the, when we know, founded Young Guns um, as uh, cowboys kind of cowboys. Um, Pretty spectacular. I just, I just got to say, when you look at that picture, you need to know the okay. So all the cowboy gear, the ropes, the saddles, that's all from Pine Cove. Yeah, the guns, the knives, those are mine. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's carrying a gun. I'm like, that's my gun. That's my gun. That's my gun. That's my gun. If you're listening now, and you want to see what Chris is talking about, go on to Facebook. <laughs> I could post this on the this one. I could post on the churches. Yeah, uh-huh. stock Facebook stock side real quick. Craig Langemeyer. Exactly. Okay, I'm posting this on the on the churches. Yes. Oh gosh. So if you're if you're one of the many people listening hey, to can this, can you post that tomorrow? Ah. Or, or schedule I, it to come out I, tomorrow. I, here, I don't doubt send it. it to me, and I'll do it. Okay. Colson will do it because you know. Otherwise, people will be going to be like, back. "Oh, that's what he's talking about." Anyway. Yep. Um. Yeah, so super excited about that. But since we don't have Craig here now and we yep. do have Chris Leg, let's talk about First Peter three. What Chris Leg would have preached if he was not at a wedding? Mm-hmm. Is that the surprise question? Surprise! That's the surprise question. You, that the, okay. Surprise! What? No way would you ever have believed oh. that we were going to ask you this question. Right. I am this so is, caught off guard. That's right. This is me storming out. <laughs> he, oh my goodness he just came back in okay <laughs> hi chris that was some old like school radio, radio right there. <laughs> <laughs> okay so um 
One of the main ones, and I'll actually, if Craig doesn't teach on this, I'll talk about this the week after because it fits in, is, is every time we see the idea of leadership taught by Christ and those who follow, it is always a servant leadership model. And so I, I totally understand why if you don't understand the Bible or the New Testament— um, I, I am listening right now to another podcast, not to advertise yet another one. Oh my gosh, um, dude. The rise and fall of Mars Hill. There are no other podcasts that's right, other just than ours. This one. Um, because we make so much money off of this. That's right. Mm. We can't have in that. <laughs> the rise and fall of Mars Hill. Mars like the, Hill. the church. The church. And, and I'm not, I'm not recommending it directly. Like there's some good stuff in it. There's some good things to learn. Uh, you know, church there's, leaders listening to it. I will tell you, there's value. not a lot of good stuff in it. Well, not positive yeah. stuff. Yeah. There's teachable stuff. Teachable yeah. stuff is, yeah, There's it's plenty of it's that. It's painful. It's really painful, and um, I don't like it. But but one of the one of the people that they've had, I, I was listening to episode five, and so some, some of it is very much so like, how do you learn, you know, how, how should churches be engaging with, you know, do, uh, dominant leaders, and how do we learn to accept different types of leadership, and, and how should we hold leadership accountable, and what is the job? It's all very... And this is Rob Rob Bell's No, church. this was Mark Driscoll's. Ooh, Mark, Mark Driscoll. Driscoll. Gotcha. Um, Excuse uh, me. Two totally different failures. Yes. Oh, my gosh. For different reasons. Fail, their churches fail for totally different reasons. Um, so you said... Sorry, you getting back to your point, yeah. though, you're saying you're learning how to deal with a dominating That's, leader. That, right. And that was one of the issues is, you know, you have a, a leader who is very He's controlling... Yellow. Very probably, you know, kind of narcissistic. Demands things be his way and only his way, and He's talks a yeller. Talks in terms of like, uh, you know, either you're on the bus or the bus is going to run you over. Ref- kind of, you know, did that, that's kind of the negative part. Like referred to an entire worship team who he had fired all together, or who had actually left. I think they had all stormed out on him, um, and referred to them as like, well, they were one of those who they they didn't want to be on the bus, so they got run over by the bus. Like, not not a whole lot of gentleness and compassion. You know, Christ-like. You know, things that we're talking about having here. Right, exactly. And and so definitely worthy of critique, worthy of, and I, you know, anyway. But it's also intriguing to hear, so now the Christianity Today is who's in charge of it, and I'm on episode five, and now they're dealing with the fact that they're clearly very, very offended that, that he thinks men and women should have different roles which I think is biblically sound. I think he was right Who's, about that. So Christianity Today? Christianity Today is, and, and they had a speaker on, or one of their people they were interviewing talking about this, and she's talking about that the idea is, you know, the, the choice that women have in churches like that is to be subjugated by a bad man or to be subjugated by a good man. And that and that's the that's the two options. And she's literally going... Exactly the opposite to what I taught on Sunday about yeah. no that that's choosing that that yeah exactly the the man is not the active part participant in that he is not it is not he is not called to subjugate he is not called to and I understand why I said all that to say this I understand why when you're reading through some of these passages if you pull them out of context and pull them out of understanding what's going on there and you pull them out of the passages to men mm-hmm. then. Why it could you could say, wow, this sounds like the Bible, or a direct interpretation of the Bible is going to be, you know, this sounds really bad for women, but but when you take, for example, the idea of men leading, and then you take Jesus's teaching on leadership and you put those together, then leadership is just the opportunity and obligation to sacrifice first. 
Yeah. That's what it comes down to. I mean, Mark 10 is very clear about that when Jesus teaches his disciples on it. And what I would say is that it, I would. it's also, when it comes to the Mars Hill discussion, um, it's also really hard for someone in, in that particular um, circumstance, especially a woman in that particular circumstance, to be able to read 1 Peter 3, um, 1 through 6 in any other way other than they're being subjugated because that person is so domineering right in general because the yeah. person who's leading them is just like talking about people getting run over with the bus right and things like that so and here's here's what i would say because we're we're moving into talking to men when he says likewise husbands live with your wives in an understanding way showing honor to the woman right as the weaker vessel since they are heirs with with you of the grace of life um so that your prayers may not be hindered. Like, if you don't choose to do that, like, they're not going to see submission as anything other than subjugation. Right. Like, the, we we have the opportunity here um, to make this easier. Yeah, and is it... It's not easy. Lori it, would get so upset with me. Submission is, like, a, a, anybody choosing to... Um, devote themselves right, right. to another is not an easy thing. Right. Um, but it, it's easier, like you were talking about. Right, absolutely. Um, uh, with someone who, who lives with the with you in an understanding way. Yep. And so there's all kinds of failures. And I, I just am, every time I hear about, I haven't listened to it yet, but every time I hear about the Mars Hill thing, I just get so angry um, because it's, it's such a, like, it's, it, there was just so much failure. Right. And it's hard to. Anyway. Yeah. And it's, but what I'm, what I'm realizing right now, about halfway through the podcast is that some of the bias against Mars Hill or in the, in the podcast isn't actually about Mars Hill. It is about Christianity today's, or at least the author of this podcast's their personal interpretation of passages like these. And so they do not, They, I, I think they very strongly do not believe there is an authority structure in the family. And um, I, I would be more comfortable with that as well. I just don't see it scripturally, I think. And, and so th that only works if you say there is an authority structure in the family. Now, let's talk about what the word authority means in the Bible, in the New Testament. So let's talk about what the word yeah. authority means in the New Testament. And so it's a, in, and you go to, I mean, let's, if you want to jump over to Mark 10, check this out. I mean, it is, this is when Jesus teaches on authority in the kingdom. So keep in mind, Jesus knows that his disciples are living in a world where authority is applied in a certain way. A bad way. Um, typically, yeah. And so let me find the, the, the exact passage. Um, in the kind of ruling over somebody way. Is that what you mean? Or just like right. authority um, authority within a, a husband and wife relationship or just authority, authority in general? So we, first we have to understand what authority is. And authority is a structure of responsibility. That's what it is. The, the general is like what, what we're talking about right now in Afghanistan, I totally agree when I don't, I don't know that he actually believes it or not. And that's not what I'm commenting on. But when Biden said, quoted the old, I think it was Teddy Roosevelt who had the buck stops here. Was that FDR? Anyway, whoever remember. had that on there. It was Truman. Truman. Okay, thank you. 
you you've been recent listening recently to a podcast about uh, the Cold War. Um, so that yes, <laughs> I could say a lot about that, but I thought Truman was a different leader than. Oh yeah, he's uh, totally would, better, better yeah, yeah. leader than you'd ever think. But anyway, the buck stops here. Meaning, listen, I am the one responsible for this. Why? Why is he the responsible? Because he's the commander in chief. Therefore, he is the one responsible. That's what authority means. And so because he is the one responsible, he has to be given certain decision-making power. That's what authority is. It is a, it is a, it is a structure of responsibility. Really hard to be responsible for something you have no say in. That's exactly right. In fact, I would say morally, you cannot be responsible for something you have no say in. That's my opinion. But this is a, um, and, and this is Jesus having a confrontation with James and John. And so James and John have done their, uh, we want to sit at your right hand and left hand deal with Jesus. Yeah, it was just a bad move. That was a bad move. Anyway. It's that moment where you say something, you're like, oh, Oh, wow, man. So Jesus says, they ask, they do the whole, hey, whatever we ask, tell us in advance you're going to do it before we ask. This is Mark 10 starting in 35. Yeah. And so... Which is, I love that they try to pull that on Jesus. Like he was, like he was born. You yesterday. don't know what we're gonna ask, <laughs> yeah, but tell us in advance you're gonna do it. And so he says, I, "Why don't you just tell me?" And they say, "We want to sit at your right hand and one at your left." Now, again, they're probably motivated by a by at least a certain degree. Like this is a this is a holy really amazing question and jesus is going to be so pleased with us for asking this now i'm i'm not convinced you're not convinced no because they 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 pull jesus aside i mean it's (laughs) at least they would know like peter like peter would want to be one of these yeah like what are you talking about (laughs) so that's it it is a and jesus response them is is a little chilling in my opinion that i imagine jesus almost like hushing them like you, you don't know what you're asking shh like don't don't even ask that. Are you able to drink the cup that I drink, or be baptized with the baptism with which I'm baptized? And I am confident we're able. They have no idea what he's saying there. They have no clue what he just asked them, and yet their answer is yes, we're able. Yeah, no, we we've thought this we got, through. Yeah, exactly. We know exactly what you mean by that, and we've got it. Wow, it's it's that's the by the way that is a single Greek word. It's the dynamo word is the root there. Yeah. We have the power. Power. Yep. Um, which is incredibly arrogant. Dynamo, where we get dynamite from. Yep. Right. And it's a, Jesus says, actually, you're going to drink that cup and you're going to face that baptism. <laughs> hey, John. I don't know if they get it yet, but it's like, <laughs> stop talking. Now it's time to stop talking. <laughs> so the 10 hear it. You are going to wish. They become indignant. Yeah. And of this course. Is, <laughs> yeah. I've said when I teach this, I think one reason they're indignant is because they're mad they didn't think of it first. Sure. I mean, I don't, I don't think that their motivation is any better than James and John, but also I think it goes to show James and John's motivation was not holy. Yeah. Like, don't. No. Yep. So this here is, you This have. is definitely the, we're your favorite, right? <laughs> exactly right. In one uh, version of this, it's not Mark. I don't remember where it is. It, isn't it... Uh, uh, James and John's mom that yes, asked this yes, question. Yes, yes, yes. And another passage. I, um, can you imagine you're like getting your mother yeah. to ask this question? <laughs> hey, mom, Jesus really loves you. Mm-hmm. Can you maybe can you do a little thing for us? So here's here's the key teaching. Jesus then says, 
Jesus called all the disciples to him. This is, this is one of those moments, right? Huddle up. You know that those who are considered rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them, and their great ones exercise authority over them. But it shall not be so among you. Whoever would be great among you must be your servant. Who would ever be first, whoever would be first among you must be the slave, doulos, bondservant of all. For even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve. Those are the Greek, those are the root words with deacon in them. And to give his life as a ransom for many. So here you have Jesus explaining in the kingdom the structure of authority. The structure of authority, if you're the one who's in charge, it's not so that you are to be served. It is so that you are to serve. Let me put this in perspective. If you want your wife to be able to um, move with you to some distant location, when she gets into the bed... At, at night and you're already in bed and she asks you to get up and turn off the light you better get your rear end up out of the bed and turn off the light and maybe without groaning john <laughs> but, but what if you're like really tired yeah it's like but i'm really tired yeah i'm really Do you, tired. you're saying yeah like i don't have to <laughs> that's yeah exactly now we understand now okay we now understand. i get good, it good There's okay always- that was great I'm just, is, I'm just bringing it all the way down from, like, that's super theoretical to, no. Like, you stop it. Right. And I just, like, the number of times that my wife asks me to do something and I, like. Revert to an adolescent? Revert to an adolescent. I, I mean, give her the same, like, thing that my son gives her that, ah, oh, <laughs> I have to do everything. <sighs> I even say it sometimes because it, it's just so childish. Um, it's the hiss monster. Come on, man! <laughs> you forgetting you're a slave, right? You are a servant, right? Be a servant. So you'll know. By the way, that that tone is almost exactly the tone they hate about Mark Driscoll in the in the podcast. When you listen to it, you'll be like, "Wait, but he's right about that." Like some of the stuff the dude was saying is like, you know, the the whole who do you think you are talking to young men who are being unfaithful to their wives or un- no, I loved that. Yeah, and I think he the thing is I think he was right about some of that stuff, yeah. and I think that's the tone. I think that's Peter's tone here a little bit is guys, you've got to start understanding. You've got to start serving. Yeah, this is what Jesus gave us. This is the model. Of leadership, yes, you you are the head of the home. Mm-hmm. Okay, now that can mean a lot of different things, and if you apply that based on your own wisdom, you're going to harm everyone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you apply that based on Christ's wisdom, which is the the role of the head is to serve, to come and give his life as a ransom for many. Jesus is our model for this, that, that all the fact that you have an authority means is you are responsible to be more gentle Mm-hmm. So I think Craig's going to talk about this, but when Craig asked me, how do I interpret the whole, um, uh, the weaker vessel concept is I said, when you're the one who's in authority, 
you no longer get to just do what you want and say what you want. I mean, how many times do I complain about this as, as the big flashing boss light that you talk about Yeah, that, that I'm like, no, I, I was just making a joke. I can't make a joke. And the answer is no, sometimes no, you can't, you don't get to, sorry, you're the boss. That's part of the problem of being the boss. We are talking the other day. Were you at the table when I was talking about the seat always left? That if I sit down, people don't sit on either side of me. And it's, it's no, that like. Was the, that was at the uh, training. It was also at lunch. It was at staff lunch. lunch too. Oh, yeah. yeah it, came, it happened again. I sat down and no one said. I, and someone's like, oh, that's so sad. Do you feel sad about that? Like, I've, I, yes. And yet at the same time, like, I get it. I, I mean, who wants to sit by the boss? There's just that much more stress in there. I heard it as a challenge. <laughs> Of course you did. Yeah, Coles is like every chance I get. I literally, I had, I had that <laughs> thought. I was like, I'm going to sit by Chris hey. every time now. Hey, hey, Chris, um, would you would you be okay if if Colson sat on your right and I sat on your left? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Can you drink from the cup? <laughs> no, wait. Actually, that's just maybe. coffee. It's just coffee. It's. it's I don't want tea. to. <laughs> um. So it's this is a. This idea of understanding authority as the way Jesus teaches it here in Mark 10. But, oh, 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 back to that. So I said, to, let's use, for example, the example of wrestling with your children. Yeah. Okay, so dad's going to wrestle with this child. One of them is the weaker vessel. Yeah. Who has to be understanding, careful, intentional, uh, patient? Gen- who has to be that one? Cade. Is it the kid? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm I mean, just saying, a flying mule he, kick off the no, bed. No, he definitely did the other day. Like he didn't do that. He jumped on my back. Yeah, and I was not prepared for it, and dude jacked me up. I've been that's, having like some neck issues. That's about age, not leadership. Yeah, and I just <laughs> fell on the floor. <laughs> I was like, I was like moaning. Lori wasn't there. My kids were like, "Oh no, we killed dad. Dad's broken. Oh no, <laughs> it was so bad." And I was like, "I'm not forty yet." But but then. <laughs> But then, but but if you reverse yes, it no, and absolutely. you jump on Cade like that, you yeah, you would no, kill I would, him. I would kill him. And so that's the the idea here is no. When you're the one with the authority, you're the one who has to be extra careful. When you're the one who is the fifty one percent vote, True. you have to be extra sensitive to the forty nine percent. And that's that's the picture that Jesus is talking about here is the the gentleness the patience, and that is more incumbent upon the, the shepherd than the sheep, Absolutely, so to speak. Anyway, it's it's a beautiful picture, and we mess it up all the time. That's why our wives' confidence has to be in God, not us, but we still try. I love it. All right, man. Keep trying. Try harder. <laughs> Do better. No. no. <laughs>